The Sheriff of Rusty Nail by Sophie Willis Many years ago, when railways had only just begun snaking their way across the vast land of America, there was a small town in the wildest part of the Wild West, and it was called Rusty Nail. There was no way to get to Rusty Nail except by riding for a very long time on a horse. And once you got there, it was dusty and rickety and there wasn't a whole lot to do, so most people didn't bother. That meant the townsfolk of Rusty Nail were never visited by outlaws or other proper baddies, which they didn't mind one bit. Now, there are a lot of cowboys living in and around Rusty Nail with names like Big Hank, Sly Wade and Wily Ranger. And they rode handsome, athletic and trusty horses in all shades of brown, white and black. And there was a sheriff, and his name was Brian. Brian was very unusual in Rusty Nail, because he didn't own a horse. He was a quietly spoken man, and he didn't want to impose himself on any animal by sitting on its back. This was all very well, until Big Hank and his friends began to mightily annoy the good people of Rusty Nail. They galloped their horses through the town at night, whooping loudly just for fun, and played naughty tricks like swapping over the sign for the barber's shop with the butcher's sign. This caused all sorts of trouble, though the town's chickens ended up with some very fashionable hairstyles. Big, Sly and Wily were so fast on their horses that even if Brian waited up all night to catch them red-handed, he could never hope to stop them. When he told them off the next day, they always said it hadn't been them. So, Brian decided he would have to get a horse. He went to see Belle Trotter, who sold horses, but she didn't have any left. There is a delay of six to eight months, said Belle. I can't wait that long. I've got to have something, said Brian. But all Belle had was a very large pink pig. She had been going to sell her for bacon, but she said that Brian could take her for the same price as a horse. Brian looked at the pig, who was a very different shape from a horse, being mostly round with four stout legs. He couldn't explain it, but he felt that she knew everything he was thinking. I can't let you be turned into bacon, he thought, and he bought the pig from Belle. I shall name you Sarah. When the townsfolk saw Sarah, they laughed and laughed until their Stetson hats fell off and the spurs on their boots jingled. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen, gasped Big, wiping tears from his eyes. A sheriff on an enormous pig. Who ever heard of such a thing? And she's pink. That's a girl's colour. Bill looked at Sarah. If I put a saddle on you, I could ride you pretty well, he said. Just because nobody's done it before doesn't mean I can't. And pink is not just for girls. So Brian taught Sarah how to wear a saddle. She happily trotted along with him on her back. But it has to be said that she never managed to gallop like the cowboy's horses. She was, to put it politely, somewhat rounder and heavier. One night, Brian found the cowboys raising a pair of spotty knickers up the flagpole. This is our chance, Sarah, said Brian. Gee up! But the cowboys leapt onto their horses and rode off before Sarah had taken a single step. The next night, the cowboys covered over the door of the bank and painted a fake open door further down the building. Brian and Sarah set off after them again, but soon they were left far behind. 
the sound of the cowboy's laughter fading in the distance. But Brian never scolded his pig, because he knew she was trying her best. Each night, as the cloud of dust receded behind the escaping cowboys, he would say, Never mind, Sarah. You're a big help. And Sarah would snort with pleasure. As time passed, apart from their lack of success in catching the naughty cowboys, Brian and Sarah made a good team. Each night, Brian would take Sarah to the stables and feed her a huge bucket of pig swill. And then she would settle down for a sleep while Brian went back to his bedroom above the sheriff's office. But one morning, the townsfolk awoke to the sound of hooves thundering into Rusty Nail. When they looked out of their bedroom windows, they saw something terrible. It was Quincy Scragbeard, the most notorious outlaw in the land. He had been terrorising the West ever since he'd landed his treasure-filled pirate ship on the coast some years before, and then forgot where he'd parked it. Now, here he was in Rusty Nail, wearing his famous black tricorn hat. He had an impossibly long black beard, which made the barber hide his scissors nervously, and his cutlass glinted in the sunlight. Rawr! he roared, and the butcher fainted clean away. Big, Sly and Wily came out of the saloon to see where the roaring was coming from. As soon as they saw Scragbeard, they all tried to hide behind each other at once. I've come for the money in the bank, and there's nothing you can do to stop me, roared Scragbeard. I'm going to stop you, said Brian bravely, his voice cracking just a tiny bit. In a blur of movement, Scragbeard lassoed Brian so that the rope pinned his arms to his sides. I don't think so said Scragbeard, grinning widely. He tramped towards the bank, shaking his head. You people must be crazy, leaving the door open like... <coughs> Scragbeard walked straight into the fake door that the cowboys had painted on the wall of the bank. No one had washed it off, as it made everyone smile whenever they walked past it. There was a muffled snigger. This made Scragbeard who now had a large bump on his forehead, even angrier. I'm going to guess the lot of you, he snarled. Starting with you. He pointed his cutlass at Brian. The townsfolk were horrified. They were, after all, very fond of their sheriff, despite his strange pig-riding ways. Just then, there was an unearthly ground-shaking snort, and a large pink whirlwind flew out of the stables. Thwomp! There was now no sign of Scragbeard, except for a very squashed tricorn hat poking out from under an enormous pig. Everything was quiet for a moment, and then the entire town broke into applause. From that day on, nobody laughed at Brian and Sarah. In fact, the townsfolk set up a statue in honour of the sheriff and the pig who saved the town that day. And Big, Sly and Wily never caused trouble again. Well, almost never. <laughs>